Wow, I chose a very low key. No, I love it. She's Lisa, by the way. <laughs> right. Love it, y'all. Okay, so by the time y'all hear this, it like Christmas will have come and gone, but we, we are recording before Christmas. So again, a happy belated happy Christmas. Christmas to all y'all. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Harry. Um, and a happy new year. Hope it's an absolutely delightful new year. Do be safe. Do be careful. But, uh, you know, imbibe whatever beverages you so desire oh. <laughs> on the new year's. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Welches. Goodness, yes. All the sparkling Welches. My goodness, Lisa, this episode, I... Wow. What were your thoughts overall? Give me, give me your I'll thoughts. I'll tell you. They kept overall. saying, like, a shocking ending. What was shocking <laughs> about this? <laughs> I'll tell you, for me, what was shocking was everything that came out after this episode aired. That's what was shocking to me, not the episode itself. So I agree with you there. Um, what do you mean? My gosh. Like, just I'll get into it. I'll get into it. But like on the whole, it was just it was a lot for me. And it took me a bit to like unpack, you know, <laughs> there was just a lot that like a lot of feelings I didn't expect to feel. And it was just very interesting. Yeah. So. Before we do like a deep dive, here's some like little baby bachelor news, if you will. Um, baby bachelor news. Kate. BBN. Baby bachelor news. BBN. <laughs> do, 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 BBN. I love that. <laughs> um, so, Caitlin Bristow, she kind of backtracked a smidgen on throwing Tasha under the bus, if you will, from like last time we talked. Um, she kind of like reframed it. As uh, look, I could see Tasha was anxious, so I told her to talk, like talk about it if you wanna, right? But versus being like she, her and the producers planned this, right? Like, I don't know. She tried to kind of backtrack a bit because her and Tasha they are friends. It's not like they're not friends, and so I think she didn't anticipate how it was going to be received initially. Um, does that make sense? So that was kind of interesting. I mm. thought, um, like the and by talk about it, I mean the her and Zach breaking up business. Right. So that was one thing. Um, other thing, obvi, obvi, Tasha was not at the, uh, AFTR. She was not there because she had a COVID exposure, right? Which, you know, good on you. Stay sure, away sure, sure. if you have been exposed, right? You know, it makes sense. It's all good and well. But then, uh, shortly thereafter, also, this is a thanks to David Neal. <laughs> Again, this man, I swear <laughs> to God, he saves my life and he has no idea who I am. It's fine. Um, but he, he, you know shot all this out there into the stratosphere and I was like oh thanks David for all for all the tea I really appreciate it all the tea. um but yada yada after AFTR kind of came out she posted an insta story about traveling and and she was like maskless in the in the story about it. like it was an Instagram story I believe and she was not wearing a mask and so people she was just like being berated and hit with all kinds of backlash which I get because it's like, I thought you weren't at AFTR because of the COVID exposure and now you're traveling. Blah. Oh boy. But from, right. So it was just kind of a mess. But like from what I gather, she never tested positive. And so like technically she's in the clear. 
Um, I mean, I don't know, obviously, like, the date of which she was exposed to now. Like, I don't know, like, the timeline on that. It can be kind of a little bit tricky, tricky. So you do have to be careful. But if she's been testing negative and, you know, she's been distanced from people, et cetera, et cetera, then it's hopefully okay. I don't know. Um, And who knows, like, in the airport, she was probably distancing from people. So, like... I don't know. Like, I just, I kind of felt bad about that, though. I was like, ugh. I mean, maybe not the smartest post to make, but, like, I right. don't know. You know right. what I mean? I don't know. Just kind of like, ugh. ugh. Um, so that's really, like, the majority of the news um, that I've been able to see. But I will say I cannot encourage you guys enough, if you haven't already, uh, Nick Vile uh, interviewed Brandon because, spoiler alert, she didn't pick Brandon, but I think y'all know that by now. <laughs> and if you don't, we're sorry. We'll get into it. Um, but Nick Vile, he always interviews the runner-up, and he interviewed Brandon. And this was eye-opening to me, this interview. Like, it really changed how I feel about Brandon on the whole. Um, he is – I have not – I owe him an apology because I have not been giving him the credit of being as mature as he actually is. Oh, yeah. Like, he is wise. This man is wise. I'm like, my God, we all need a little Brandon in our pockets. Oh! Um, <laughs> and he's, you know, relatively young. Like, he's younger than me, um, but he has so much knowledge. And, I mean, granted, he has had a lot of time to sit with this and really think on it and stuff. Um, so maybe it took him some time to get to where he's at. But really can't encourage you guys to go listen to that enough because it was a really good interview. Really, really good interview. Um yeah, so there's that. And then I didn't listen to the entirety of this interview, but Mike Johnson and Brian, I can never remember his last name, but he's Rachel Lindsay's husband. Mm. They have their own podcast called Talking It Out. And it was also an interesting listen because um, they talked about the concept of being in love with two people, which you and I are totally going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm dying to know what your thoughts are on this. Um, and they interviewed both Brandon and Nate. I didn't listen to Brandon's interview because I had already listened to Nick Miles. So I felt like I was just going to get more of the same there. Yeah. Um, but I did listen to a portion of the Nate interview. And it was interesting because like Mike Johnson um, and Nate were kind of butting heads a bit. So like that was very interesting. Um, because like, let's just get into it. Like, I felt like one of the things that bothered me about this episode was like the Rachel Lindsay edit of it all. And I don't know if you know what I mean by that. You don't. Go on. <laughs> let, let me, let me, yeah, let me explain. Um, I, a long time ago when, when her season aired, I remembered being so vehemently angry that she didn't pick Peter, right? Because the edit that they gave was one to make you sympathize more so with the runner-up than the one she actually picked. Oh, and the right. way that they had edited that whole season, it was very confusing as to why she picked Brian at all, right? right? It's like, what? Like, they didn't show us any of the moments that, like, how you say it, that, like, solidified why their relationship was as strong as it was. Like, it leaned heavily in Peter's favor. And I... I was, I remember being so angry during that season. I was so emotionally compromised. But again, it's a situation. We talked about Editing. this last time, last week. Editing, they opened a door. I walked right through it. I was like, ooh, <laughs> hello, open door. Like, I just waltzed in. No hesitation. No, like, second guessing. Like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't walk into an oven like Hansel and Gretel. You know what I mean? I just, like, I went right in head first to that door. And I, and I fell for it. Hook, line, sinker. And I feel like this was a similar kind of edit where they, I mean, and granted there are flags about Nate that we'll get into, um, but like, I, I don't know. I just listened to so many varying opinions on this whole situation that I still kind of feel like I'm stretched in every one direction, <laughs> but like, um, 
but the Rachel Lindsay edit of it all kind of made me feel sad for Michelle because it's like I want her, like she's happy right. look she picked Nate end of the day she's so happy you can tell by uh-huh. after the final rose like still so happy so smitten so I'm happy for them because it's about her it's about her choice and she chose him so like huzzah right like that's all that matters at the end of the day it's about her and Nate fine but like it's about her and if she is happy that is all that is supposed to matter here however (laughs) this edit that was in this episode was very like um on Brandon's side which is not a bad thing because I love Brandon now right I hope we see more of him in this universe because he's great and I want him to find love right (laughs) um but it's it's just it's a very double-edged what do you what do you think about that what are your thoughts on that <laughs> no no i i agree with you you can finish okay, go on cool, cool. no no no. i mean that that's all i just like on the whole i thought that was kind of upsetting and it, i feel like it kind of happens more often in bachelorette than bachelor per se this whole like villainizing <laughs> the happy couple <laughs> you know <laughs> um <laughs> Like, I feel like that happened during Hannah Brown season two. I mean, which is like a whole other can of worms with her and Tyler C. You know, it's like the way that that edit was done. You like really felt for Tyler C versus Hannah. Um, But again, that's like a whole other can of worms. But you know what I mean? Like, and that kind of annoys me. It's like, no, no, no. Let the Bachelorette have her happy ending. Like, let's celebrate that. Let's not villainize her or the winner. Right. I don't know. I don't know. So it's it's just a lot of lot of feelings here. <laughs> no, I can definitely um, see that. They definitely spent a lot you. of time and energy on Brandon. And I feel so bad because yeah. Yeah. he really 100% thought mm-hmm. this is it. Oh, no doubt. And we'll we'll get into that when we talk about the a little bit of the um the the AFR and the Nick Vile uh podcast, but um what are your thoughts about okay so can you be in love with two people at the si- same time versus like loving two people at the same time like what are you i'm dying to know listen <laughs> give me some wisdom i, 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 really I wish it. i had wisdom here that's never happened to oh, me personally me neither but it's not saying much um oh, but they God. do definitely chalk that up in like movies and uh, yeah. You know, that people are constantly choosing between two different types of love, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I've never dated, I've never seriously dated 25, 30 two men yeah. at the same time. <laughs> Let alone two at the same time. So, <laughs> I don't know. But people people on this show say it all the time. They claim it happens. But they say it all the time. They girl, claim, I don't and like, know. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, the fact, like, I trust Michelle, right? I feel like there are a lot of times where we get seasons where you cannot trust the narrator. It's an unreliable narrator, and you're like, yeah, okay, you're in love with two people. Uh-huh, okay, sure. Right. <laughs> sure, Jan. Okay. Jan. <laughs> you know? But, like, if Michelle says that she really was in love with them both, like, I have no reason to not believe her and say that she's lying. Um, I do think... And I hate saying this because, like, again, I don't I don't know. I've never been in the situation myself. Um, but I'll, I'll say this two ways. One, I find that a lot of people who have not been in that situation that are like it, they they automatically are like, that's not possible. It's not possible to be in love with two people. Like if you've never experienced that yourself, they say it's not possible um, versus people who have maybe they're like, no, no, it totally is. But then like the other side is like, OK, but gun to your head. Who would you pick? Right. Like that's always what it comes down to. Right. Um, 
like Mike Johnson and Brian, that's that's that was a lot of like the very front half of their podcast was talking about this concept. And Brian was very much, <laughs> very much on the train of like gun to your head. Like you have to pick someone. And like she picked Nate and like that. So like that's clearly who she loved most. Right. Which I have a tendency to kind of believe, especially after watching it. It's like her body language, in my opinion, this whole time. It's like when she was with Brandon was like you can see it in her face. She's like, this is who I should be in love with. Like this makes sense on paper but the second she's with Nate it's like that's the person that is the oh, person yeah that she and loves. we've said this the whole time you know yeah, it's not I surprising know. it's not surprising oh. and she's been saying it the whole time yeah yeah uh, yeah <laughs> um so do but you I think, think that there can be oh, varying sorry, levels you yes. can probably be in love with yes. multiple people but the, lo- the the depth or level of that can vary and I personally think that there is a difference, even if it's slight, that there is a difference between being in love and loving two people. Like being in love with two people versus being versus loving two people. I don't know why, but that feels like a really like <laughs> like a, a tricky line to toe. Yeah. A very tiny, tiny line that's like barely visible. Yes. But it, that feels different to me. But again, I feel like I'm talking out of my butt because I've never experienced it myself. So I don't know. Yeah, I think Listeners, it's just, what do you think? I think it just, I think there can be varying levels. Okay, that's, I think that's a fair, it's like right in the middle. It's Switzerland. I like it. It's right in the middle. Um, yeah. I'm also going to say, and maybe this is me repeating myself, but whatever, what have you. Um, a hundred percent you can tell a hundred percent what Michelle is going to do from her eyes just watching her eyeballs and I didn't like I kind of knew this but I didn't really until I heard Brandon talk about this on the vile files he was like I knew she wasn't going to pick me the second I walked down there because I could see it in her eyes and then he even tells her that during after the final rose he's like I knew it wasn't me just because like the look in your eyes like I knew it wasn't me and I was like man oh man and so then I like went back and rewatched some of the finale and it's so clear. It's just so – and, like, even other parts of the season, it's so, so clear that, like, some people wear their hearts on their sleeves. She wears it in her eyeballs. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what she's going to do. Yeah. Which made watching this even more painful. Like, so much more painful. Because, um, like, let's just talk about it briefly. Like, Brandon. Brandon with Michelle's family. Oh, my I God. I know. <laughs> Heart-wrenching. And I loved, though, how Brandon gave Michelle's dad another pair of swim trunks. I know. <laughs> it's like, gosh, I love this man. I love this man. He's amazing. Um, but, like, I think because her dad isn't really like this, or at least I don't believe so. But her mom, I, in my opinion, is another person. You know exactly what she's thinking, what she's feeling when you look in her eyeballs. Yeah. You know exactly what she is. Yeah. And she says she's a feelings person. And I'm like, yes, you are. But you also, like, you're an eyeball person. That's what you really are. Like, well, her feelings come through her eyeballs. They just radiate through. Just pew, 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 like fireworks. Anyway. Uh, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> so, like, that was really hard I because know. you can just you could just tell how much his fa- her family loved oh, him. I mean, they like, told him. I would be so happy if you were at the end of this. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then, like, you can see, or in my opinion, then when you're watching Michelle watching this all happen, you can kind of see the disappointment there in her body language. Right. Um, and, like, I mean, and thank God he didn't go second, right? Thank God Brandon didn't go second and he went first because, like... <laughs> 
I feel like it would have been even more amplified. You know what I mean? don't they always Um, do it that way? uh, The runner up first? Is that what you mean? Maybe. I don't know. I I mean, you're probably right. I just can't off the top of my head. I I don't know. But like, uh, it was just very clear. And like some people were saying that maybe she was sort of downtrodden because of Joe. I don't think so. I think because she knew in her gut Family's obviously going to love Brandon. I don't know what they're going to think of Nate. And like just seeing the reinforcement of them loving Brandon was like, crap, 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 crap. Yeah. Lisa's doing the dagger twisty in her actions there. Um, Anyway, so that was just so rough to see. Um, How, what were your feelings on Michelle finally telling Brandon that she loved him? What were your feelings on that? I feel like well I was just thinking this because I'm so torn I'm so torn on this I feel like I know she was trying to keep things open for as long as possible to see how things developed I know she wanted to give it a fair shot yeah but when she oh my gosh what point was it at at one point she said uh and maybe maybe I'm speaking after the parents meeting the family I can't remember where she said this but she did say at one point um but I do know that there's one person that I would be devastated about if I lost yeah, him. Yeah, that's towards yeah, that's towards the end. I I believe I think that is towards the end after she's like done the days and the family meets with both of them. Okay. Um, but it was obvious who that was. You know, it was like Oh yeah. Oh, by that point, yeah, because we'll we'll get to it when we talk about Nate, but like uh, I don't know. Okay, the reason I bring that up is because mm-hmm. I mean, I know that Nate went second, but I feel like there is a part of her that knew that she was going to pick Nate all along. Yep. hundred percent. A big part of her. And so it feels, and I know, I know, like, I do feel torn on this as well, because I know that she was trying to give her (laughs) utmost to give Brandon that a possibility to like grow and expand. But I feel like a part of her was already like game over for quite a while. Oh, I 100% 100 agree. So yep, yep, I agree. I, I agree know she was trying to give her best effort, and at the same time, I don't know that I would have been able to say that, knowing I mean, how I felt. Yeah, I mean, and she never she. Let's be clear, like she didn't say that. That's just the vibe that we were both feeling with this. But what she did say in after the final rose, the reason why she said it was because she wanted to give justice to that relationship with Brandon, right? She felt like it was doing the relationship that they had a disservice by not being honest, air quotes, and telling him that. Right. And, you know, she made this big deal about how, like, she felt like a weight was lifted off her chest, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, I believe you. Like, I don't think you're lying, but I think you still knew it wasn't going to be him at the end of it. Right. Because, like, because literally there was no pieces missing with Brandon. None. And with Nate like the big piece that was missing was like the family, how they would feel about him. And like, is he going to be there? Like the cold feedageness, Right. And she wanted clarification on, or how you, what do they always say? What's the cheesy thing they always say? Qu- uh, uh, qu- 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 it starts with a qu- doesn't it? <laughs> clarity, 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 she wanted air quotes, clarity, clarity <laughs> on, on those things. But like, she already knew that she, you know, that she was picking. I agree with you. I a hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. And, 
so like I, I understand that from her perspective, like that's why she said it. But part of me wishes she never did, because to me, that was like the nail in the coffin of destruction for him. Yes. Of heartbreak for him. Like the second those words are out of her mouth, I was like, no, I just, oh, it well, killed me. After it killed went me dead. so well with killed her parents. Me dead. And then yep. she followed it up with, I am in love I with love you. you. He's like, done, mm-hmm. done deal. Yep. That's it. Yep. He, he had, and he would have had no idea of knowing until after watching it back, right. which is exactly what happened. That she'd said it to Nate earlier and like, right. you know, so it just, it really, it kills me dead. Because he had no way of knowing at all right. until watching it back how not a front runner he was. Yep. Uh, and like to make it even worse, like the day after that, or maybe it's the day of that conversation and I kind of skipped it and I'm sorry if that's the case. Um, Like for their day portion of like secondary date is like jet skiing or whatever but she's wearing the breakup blues and i totally didn't make this connection but like katie was wearing blues when with greg um i think hannah b was wearing blues at one point like with her with tyler c like someone like went through and made a meme of all of these girls who wear blue on the date with their runner-up and you're like oh my god oh my god oh my god figure this out i don't know and i don't know if it's on purpose right but like the second she was wearing blue, again, it just solidified. I was like, oh, this isn't it. This is not going to be it. And I'm like, kill me dead, Lisa. Kill me dead. Um, yeah. So there's that on that. And then, Aww. oh, the sweater present. Oh, my God, the sweater present. This also, I mean, everything about Brandon, it just kills me dead. Because, like, I can't remember who said this, if this was on Dear Shandy or if this was on Chatty Broads. But, like. Sometimes, you know, us ladies, we want that Hallmark moment. We want these gestures. We want these things. And then it happens in real life. And you're like, ew, no, that's too much. That's too extra. But it's like, we all want these things. And then it's like, but if it, and if it's the right person, right. it's great. If it's the wrong person, then it's like, ew, no, stop. Yep. Right. Yep. Oh, so it just kept, it just kept stabbing me with stilettos right in the soul area. I was like, oh my God, this is this. I'm, d-. and then the, the letter, the letter. <laughs> the letter because like he like writes her a letter after nate's date or whatever and it's just like waiting by her door and yet again i knew it wasn't brandon because to me she looked totally unfazed after reading this totally unfazed just like oh god yeah like oh, oh god. boy that, yep that's literally like totally unfazed and if i were brandon watching that i would be so hurt by that I'd be so hurt. Not and like he hasn't indicated that he is, but like that would be very hard for me to watch. Just her completely unfazedness, which like, which I'm not trying to come from Michelle. Like I get it, that can weigh on you. You know, it's it's not easy knowing you're gonna break someone's heart. Like it's just rough all the way around. Um, but the breakup, Lisa. What were your thoughts on this breakup? Oh my god. Oh my god. I just uh, it was so hard. This was hard to watch painful like the deep breaths that he had to keep taking yep it was rough it just was so i mean as soon as she started her explanation it was like he was like just Mm -hmm. his the light in his face just like totally went dim snuffed out snuffed snuffed the last time that i remember a breakup being this atrocious (laughs) Um, was uh, Blake with Becca, with Becca Kufrin. Blake and Becca Kufrin, like, eons ago. Do you remember that? Oof. Like, he was so devastated. I'll never forget. He was like, I have to, I'm going to have to go through this alone now. I'm going to be, like, she promised me I'd never be alone, and now I'm going to have to do this all by myself. And it was like, 
or something like that. I'm not quoting verbatim, but that was like a really hard breakup for me to watch. And this was on par with that. Like this hardly ever happens. But when it does, like, you know, it's like Nick Vile even said, like, because he's a pessimist. Okay, this man, Nick Vile, he's like, I don't believe nobody on this show. But he saw this breakup and he's like, I I believed that. I believe that you were broken. Like 100 percent. Like. He was like, how are you, how are you, how are you doing? Like he was, you know, he was, he was being so kind to Brandon during the interview and it was a really good, sorry. I know I said it was a great interview. It really was though. Um, and it just destroyed me. And then he throws the Neil Lane diamond ring. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Like the amount of tweets, the amount of memes people were making about going treasure hunting for that Neil diamond ring. Can you imagine how much money that was? <laughs> No, I can't even fathom. Like, <laughs> like, so many dollars. Like, what poor producer had to like <gasps> go and like find? Yeah, get diamond. a metal detector. Over all the sand. But it was genuine, right? It wasn't even like he was throwing a tantrum. He was like so devastated. Yeah. Oh, killed me dead. Killed me dead. And just everything about it was I could so You could even tell awful. that when he walked out of the limo and he addressed Tasha and... Yeah, Caitlin. He was like, you could see it on their faces. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was they, like... I mean, I do, do you know that was the first thought I had? That was the first thought I had, Lisa. I was like, how do you pretend to be that happy? Like, to yeah. be like, everything's fine. How? Like, that takes some serious poker face i mean i, which I, I appreciate don't that they basically said the same thing to both of them yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. you can tell by the mm-hmm. energy and their facial expressions i'll i'll give you face. i'll give yeah i'll give chris harrison that he was really good at that poker face unlike these ladies yeah. you know i mean not that they were bad at it but like you could just tell the the vibe the energy right. was not yeah and then okay here's something i was going to tell you from the vile files uh brandon said that something that was cut out of the show that we didn't get to see um I mean, we saw the first part, but we didn't see it here at the proposal. Uh, earlier on in the season, remember when they went to get ice cream and he like ran away from a bee? He like yes. freaked out. So apparently during the breakup, a bee landed on their hands as they were holding hands. And it was very like, what are the odds? You know, and it was like, oh, OK, just coming like full circle. Um and one of Vile's producers was like, yeah, if a bee lands on you, it's actually like a good sign. It means they feel safe and secure, like you're like their queen bee kind of thing. You know, it was just like, what are the odds of that, Lisa? That's bananas. Oh what does that mean? Does that mean fate was trying to be like, no, 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 no. He's the right choice. Maybe. <laughs> That's so sad. And he was like, I always just thought bees like hated me, but it's like, nope, I guess they really like me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so He's... this was this was rough. This killed me dead. And I just uh and I really Oh, and here was another interesting thing. Vi- Vile was like, listen, go to paradise for sure. But he was giving him the lowdown of advice. He was like, do not talk to anyone. If anyone DMs you, do not DM them back because he doesn't want what happened to Brendan to happen to Brandon. <sighs> like, because Brandon told, sorry, Brendan, sorry, I cannot. Th- it's very similar. Unfortunately, they have it's very hard. similar names. <laughs> but obviously, Brendan with Piper, like that blew up in Brendan's face. And like, he doesn't want that to happen to to Brandon, right? He's like, don't talk to anybody. 
at all, like especially from Clayton's season, because obviously we haven't seen that yet, even right. though it's done filming, right? So it's like we don't know what these girls are like. Um, and he's like, and then just meet people organically and let it happen from there. But like, don't let it happen. Like, do not become the villain. <laughs> and Brandon's like, okay, okay. He's like really listening. That's one thing I love about this guy is he listens, guys. Pure like, heart. Pure-hearted, uh, like, tender-hearted little Brandon. Like, let's, before we get into the native at all, I just want to briefly talk about Brandon's bit in After the Final Rose. Um, because he he even said that. Brandon, he's like, I just kind of want to listen to what you have to say. Like, yes. he, he kind of said that at the end of his speech. What I didn't like, though, what I didn't like is he basically point-blank asks her where the disconnect was. And she didn't answer. This was the one time. She's never not been clearing clear cut with that. This is the one time she did not directly answer him, which I get because it's hard. Like this whole thing is very difficult and it's hard to be brutally honest of like, I'm like, this was why I just it's it's so brutal to tell someone you're just not that into him. (laughs) You know what I mean? But like and I don't know if there was really a moment where she discovered she just wasn't that into him. But like that was the answer he was looking for and she couldn't give it to him. I wonder if she doesn't have an answer for him. I mean, it's as simple as being like, I just realized that I was more into Nate than I was into you. Like, I still loved you, but I was not in love with you as I was in love with Nate. Like, it's brutal. Like, don't get me wrong. Brutal thing to say to another person, but that's what he was looking for. And she couldn't give him that. And he took it, right? Like, he did. she said I, a lot I, of words. Yeah. <laughs> she said a lot of words to make him think he got the answer he needed. It was like, it was like really. politics or like a, <laughs> yeah. like a sports interview. It was like, what? And I'm sure that's she not- practiced it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, Brandon, Brandon, hi, I'm talking directly to you. Hey there, Brandon. It's okay. You didn't get the answer that you were looking for. You're not right. crazy. She did not answer your question. <laughs> oh, and it just, and it, it was me odd. Dead it was odd. And like, you could tell, like, this was like the last thing she wanted to do. Like, you can see it in her eyes, you know, like she was not, she wanted this to be done and over with Uh as quick as possible. Uh She wanted to move on from this. She did not want to give this more time than necessary, which is fine. I get it. It's very difficult. It's very awkward. I'm not hating on her, but I wish she had just given him a smidgen more grace. Like she was sort of outwardly, but I could just see through it, you know? Yeah. I could just see through it. It was a lot of awkwardness. Um, And I think probably because it's on live television, she probably felt extra Extra nervous, but it was not satisfying. Um, Yep. Uh, Another thing that Brandon pointed out was that he never, like watching it back, that he never made her question where he was at with her ever, like not once, but like he felt like she had to constantly pull that out of Nate constantly, which I'm like, yep, good for you calling her out on that. And to be fair, she wasn't really given the chance to answer back to that, but like, how can she? Cause facts. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Because it was clear that she wanted that to turn out. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, and then lastly, when he said that he effing missed her parents, I was like, Oh, god and i was like were they in the audience for that did they hear that well i wish the camera would have panned to their faces like what did they i bet because here's the thing and this is why i brought this up about her mom earlier is because even though at the very end caitlin bristow is like so how do you feel about nate now and they're like oh we're best friends everything's great and like um nate's mom and michelle's mom are bffs now great awesome love that for you guys but i still feel like in michelle's mom's eyes i could see that it wasn't a hundred percent do you know what i mean there was just like this thing in her eyes i was like oh 
Ooh, not that she's lying. I don't think they're lying. I think they get along great. You know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? Am I crazy? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I just, I'm more attuned to it now. The second Brandon said that, I was like, oh, I got to watch this stuff again. I got to like be on the lookout for this. You know what I mean? Um, And so I just, I feel like there is a part of them that still wishes it was Brandon ever so slightly. Just a little bit. Just a little. Ever, ever so slightly. I know. Well, they clearly uh, felt like, you know, he was like, her dad was like, you remind me of myself. And yep. Yep. <sighs> but sometimes, know, guys, we don't, we don't, it, it will. But the heart we'll, we'll, wants what it wants. It wants. Yep, exactly. So let's now talk about the Nate of all of this. Okay. Okay. Let me, I want to hear your thoughts about his edit and all of like the day and everything. And then I want to tell you some things that dear Shandy pointed out that I never would have thought of. Okay. In a bajillion years, but I want to see how it like changes your perspectives. Like, tell me what your thoughts were on Nate's day, meeting the family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The shaman of it all. Tell me, tell me. (laughs) You know, I I just like, I I, I get it. I get it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you like people that don't necessarily make sense to you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the whole, he is clearly far less emotionally available. Yes. Cool. Yep. And uh, her parents saw it immediately. Immediately. Yep. Um, but I think this he is He was this digging that deal. hole. He oh, was yeah. digging that hole with her. Just like kept going. Like, nope, let's go further. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of his responses. I, but I think. Uh, the, I don't take love seriously. Woof. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Go on. Sorry, go on, go on, go on. I think the only thing that I can make sense of for her yeah. Yeah. is that it's the hunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know when you've got a crush on someone and you're, like, trying to flirt with them and trying to get their attention and then they give it to you and you're like, oh. <gasps> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Do you, yeah. I no, think it's fair. far more attractive when somebody's, like, making you work for it a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's the element here. It's like he gives her just enough to yeah. feel like he's really into her, but also not enough for her to feel bored. Yes. And I yes. think um, it's very alluring to have that aspect, but I think her parents were just like, abort, nope, nope, abort, nope, 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 abort, nope, nope. abort. <laughs> But she was just so intoxicated, you know, with it. And it sucks and because in it the sounds context- like okay, she has chosen poorly in the past. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. the goal was to choose differently this time. Yep. 100%. And he did not score well. Oh, God, no. Like, when he was talking with her sister and talking about how, like, but are you going to settle down? And he's like, well, you know, we have all these travel plans and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and her sister's like, yeah, that's great. But, like, long haul, are you going to, like, settle down somewhere? Right. And then with her father, (laughs) him talking about, like, or her father having to make it clear, like, Michelle's staying in Minnesota. Like, are you going to move to Minnesota? Like, Like, all that kind of stuff. Um, But he's just... He's just honestly not a words guy because he's never had to be in his whole life, right? Like the, his upbringing and all this stuff, he's never had to like. And in this context, like in this universe where Michelle is, I hate to say it this way, but I'm going to anyway, the prize of the situation where Michelle has all of this power, you know, it's not like real life where it's like the chase, the constant chase. You know, does that make sense? Yes. So it's like, even though she is the one to be one at the end of this, 
like she's still chasing him. I don't even, I don't know how to explain this, but it's just like, you could see in her eyes, even, even after the final rose, she does this squinty thing with her eyes where she's like searching or like just waiting for him to say the thing that she needs him to say, Mm -hmm. you know? And he's just not a words words guy. And then when that becomes the issue, she just takes over and starts talking, which happened a lot in After the Final Rose. And a lot of the interviews that they've done subsequently is that she does a lot of the talking for the two of them. But she also talked a lot about how she's like, oh, he's more emo- he's more vulnerable than I am. And he's so validating. And I've never, ever felt more seen and more beautiful. Yeah, and, and like, After the Final Rose. What is he saying yeah. to you now that he wasn't before? Because... I mean, it is a thing that people are different and the cameras aren't on. Like, right? She said that about Joe. He was a completely different person when the cameras weren't on. Um, you know, you're not as nervous. You're more free. So, like, and granted, they've had lots of time. So, hopefully, they've built, the, they've built upon the relationship even more than they had back then. Right? Um, it was just very clear to me, though, that this whole day was geared towards Michelle yanking out, like, wisdom teeth the answers that she wanted from him yeah and like the fact that she got this upset with her parents being like i don't think he's ready for marriage like her mom being like i don't think he's ready and she gets upset immediately because she you know like that was the approval that she needed to like be you know and then i think she just kind of had to make peace with the fact that she wasn't going to get it you know what i mean um but i i feel like part of the reason why she teared up so quickly is because it kind of seemed like it was validating her fears yeah that too that too for sure. she said that many times like i think yep. i like like him more than he likes me and i don't know yep. yep and i think as soon as she said it, it was like no that's not what i wanted to hear but <laughs> yep. i knew yep. that that might be an option and i was afraid you were gonna say that yeah so let me tell you what charlene from dear shandy what they what they talked about because here's i always forget that nate's canadian right like sure he lives in texas but his mom's canadian And this isn't a direct quote. This is just the vibe of what Charlene was saying, in my opinion, Um, that there is a common misconception that Canadians are super nice, which they are. They're nice. But like what it actually is, is that Canadians are extremely, like extremely polite, but the two are not the same. Right. So like Charlene was not at all surprised at all about how Nate was answering the things that that Michelle's parents were throwing his way Hmm. because he was, you know, like in her eyes, he was like giving realistic answers, like reality answers, which are not synonymous with Bachelor Nation, right? Like reality, if you're giving reality answers of like, well, I don't know yet where we're going to live. Like what they want to hear is, oh, we're, I'm going to move to her, right? right? Does that make sense? Right. Like, and when she said that, I was like, oh, I guess I kind of didn't think about that at all. <laughs> like I never thought that, of that as a thing. Um And so even though to me it was like, especially like with the edit he was given, it was all red flags, just a constant stream of red flags. Yeah. I can understand how maybe it actually isn't. I don't know. It's it's just, it's rough. It's just very rough for me. Editing is so hard. It really is. And even with the shaman date, like the whole point of that was to get him to open up more and use the flowery language that Brandon is just spewing off like no other. Right. And he can't do it. He can't do it because it's not who he is. It's not how he communicates. Oh, my gosh. When he's like, I'm feeling a block here. (laughs) I thought that was going to lead to more, you know. Yeah. And then they have a serious conversation afterwards and 
Michelle got the clarity that she needed. It she wouldn't have the been clarity. the clarity I needed. It the clarity. It would not have been the clarity I needed. I'm gonna tell you that right now. It would not. I'm gonna be completely honest. Like I would have been like, mm, I don't know. Like, but it's so hard because it's like. I don't think she should have picked Brandon because I think it would have been a situation forever where he would have loved her more than she loved him. And she would have always been thinking about Nate. So I don't think it was like she made a wrong choice. I just think, I think that it's going to really, like these next couple of months are going to be very telling with her and Nate if they can last through all of this now. Um, And if it's not Nate, you know, if it doesn't work out, um, then maybe next time she does have to go with the Brandon type choice, but it wouldn't be Brandon per se, because like he was asked if Vile asked him outright, if like, if they don't work out, like, are you still waiting in the wings? And he was like, no, um, <laughs> that ship has sailed. Like I'll always love her and I'll always be there for her if she needs me. But like that can't that like, I want to be someone's first choice. And I was like, yes, Brendan, you deserve that. Brendan. Yes. yes. <laughs> so like, Ugh. But I think I think that Michelle is comfortable in the role of being the one that's kind of in charge yes. of things. Yes. Because, like, I know that she had said with Jamie that she want that, you know, that it was nice for the roles to be reversed. Um, But I think she's comfortable this way. She loves him so much. Like, that is undeniable. Mm-hmm. Um, And... It'll just be really interesting to see what goes on. I know. I oh, I I want them to last. I really do. I want Nate to be the exception to the rule. I like. I hope you know. I mean, for God, for gosh sake. <laughs> sorry. I was just, sorry. I apologize. I like had a little mini stroke, and I was like, "How does this word end?" Um, like they gave them a down payment oh, for a house. My, this has gosh. never happened before if i'm wrong please write into hungry roses pot at gmail.com but this has never happened before that i can remember like a full-on down payment it was two hundred thousand dollars i can't which is i think i believe for minnesota that's a pretty good like from what i understand real estate there is more affordable okay sure a down payment's what's supposed to be like 10 to 20 percent ideally yeah 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 yeah. i'm like what are houses going for in Minnesota? <laughs> they want them living in. Listen, girl, they want them living in a McMansion, okay? They want them like. I was like, you're putting down like a fifty percent or a hundred percent down payment for Minnesota. And someone, I can't remember if this was on Chatty Broads or it could have been Dear Shandy. I really need to keep track of these things <laughs> from which podcast I'm getting this information nah. from. I'm so sorry. But someone was like, I wonder if there's like a contingency with that paint with that money, kind of like there is with the ring. It's like you have to be together for like two years before you can full on keep it oh. without having to give it back. And part of me wonders, I'm like, ooh, is there a contingency with that money? Is there a contingency with that probably. money? I don't probably. Probably. I mean, I don't know. If I don't know. Knows. But like right in. <laughs> We'd love to know. <laughs> um Yeah. But like so that was shocking to me. I'm like, man, all these other winners in the past are going to be so jealous. And I'm like, is that like, is that going to become the norm or are they really, really just trying to be like, we need you guys to work out. Okay. We need it. So here's a house. I don't know. That shocked me. Yeah. Jaw on the floor. Agape. Super, My mouth was agape. Super agape. generous. Um, so there, so yeah, do you have any other thoughts on Nate? Like, what what are your thoughts? What do you think is going to happen going forward? I don't know. I mean, he, he did <laughs> seem a lot more open on 
he did after the final rose he was they were both very happy like yes. the body language mm-hmm. like they're in love they are totes head over heels in love with each other which is great Ugh, and i fantastic. like yeah. you said i think if she had chosen the other direction she would have felt icky yeah yeah and yeah long long haul it would have been bad i think because she chose what she really wanted which is yes great the goal that's the goal so i really 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 hope this works out gosh darn it i really hope it works out um because I don't know, like, there, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but when I was wa- listening to Talking It Out and Mike Johnson and Nate were kind of going at it, Nate was kind of like, I don't really appreciate how you were like, you're keeping your eye out on, for me. Like, you're watching me. Like, what does that mean? And Mike Johnson couldn't exactly answer the question, but I could. I'm like, dude, he's air quotes watching you because he, you know, based off of what we saw off the show, there were lots of red flags there with your communication right. style. And you're like lack of being able to like emotively declare where you're at like that's why he's watching you but if Michelle is content with where that is now then that's all that matters like there's no point you know I don't know sorry if I'm like talking in circles and or repeating myself but only time will tell we say this at the end of every time will tell (laughs) tale is all this time Tale is old as time. That's Do you Beauty think the they're going to make everyone, it? In case you didn't know, that's Beauty and the Beast. Yep, yep. sure is. Thank you, thank you, Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but do you do you think they're going to make it? Gut reaction. Do you think it's going to last a long while? Listen. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like um, it could honestly go either way. Like, part of me is yeah, like, watch them her. be one of the actual the ones that actually go through with it. I mean, heck, Lisa, did you think Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt were still going to be together no. to this day? I did not. And yet they are. And happy as clams. <laughs> I mean. Like, it can happen. It can happen. Go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. But I can also see it fizzling really fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's. In my opinion, it's a hundred percent contingent on what happens when the school year starts up again and Michelle's teaching and Nate has this wanderlust and wants to travel and like do all these things and paddleboard and whatever. In those same swim trunks. Um Oh God. Do we know what he does? I can't remember what he does. I think he's like a a sales rep in like the tech industry, like something with the tech industry. It's like Silicon Valley, but in Texas. And he was doing a lot of like that kind of stuff. And I don't really know how that's going to fare in Minnesota. Like, maybe he can work remotely. I, I'm not sure. Um, but to me, that's going to be the true test. Like, all of this, now that the season's over, sure, that's a test. Like, doing the rounds of interviews, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Surviving that, fine. The criticism, surviving that, fine. But, like, the real, real test is going to be the reality of, like, school is in session. She's teaching. What's he going to do? Yeah. Can he thrive in Minnesota? I just don't. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find we out. We'll find out. Ooh, I just hope I really need it to work because it's so clear that she loves him so much. And I'm like, please, I, I need know. this for her. I know. Because <laughs> she is a goddess and she deserves it. Ooh, um, but before we bring this to a close, let's just briefly talk a couple uh, things about After the Final Rose. I thought it was hysterical that the audience had to mask up midway through. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> they were like, because cause Twitter, Twitter was going off and they were, and Caitlin Bristow was like, we hear you. Everyone here has tested negative, but we hear you. And then immediately everyone's wearing masks. And I was like, <laughs> incredible. Twitter has the power. Woo woo. Yeah. So that was 
so funny. I was not really a fan of all. Of, I felt bad for Polly having to do all those silly Christmas things. Like the, I know. The, like, like give him a like okay. Break. Let him let him be. Let let him be. Um, and the king of it all, the Clayton bit, the bit with. Oh Clayton. my god! This was brilliant, Lisa. This was brilliant. But tell me what your thoughts are, and then I'll I tell loved you why it. it's brilliant. Go ahead. I loved yeah, it. Yeah. No. Tell me. Tell me. Tell okay. Me your thoughts. Go ahead. But the one where they were like. You heard us with the masks. No one wants him. Yeah, that was well, rough. sorry, was it's rough. already filmed. Yeah, and like, oh man, oh man, oh man. Um, but the reason why this was brilliant, and I believe it was Andy on Dear Shandy that brought this up, I think. Or no, it could have been Chatty Broads. Crap, I need to write this down, Lisa. <laughs> I'm giving credit to the wrong people. <laughs> um, is because... They were like, okay, fine. You're going to like send tweet after tweet of massacre of this man. Okay, let's like make him read it in front of all of you and then make you feel bad for saying these things about him and like see him read these things. Okay, like it's one thing to like talk about it. It's another thing for the object of your disdain to be like reading these things aloud. It's like mean tweets with Jimmy Kimmel. You know what I mean? Exactly. (laughs) Except it's worse somehow because he's just a normal guy. He's not a celebrity. Right. I think Chatty Browns is pointing that out. Um, so it was brutal, but it kind of had the desired effect because now he is the underdog because now everyone hates him. So you're like, no, I'm rooting for you now. Cause I feel bad about all this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a very smart move, but I will tell you, I don't know, you know how when a guy is stressed out, he does that thing where he like clenches his teeth and you see that like vein in his jaw yeah. pop out. I think Clayton's version of that is his underbite. <gasps> I think he has an underbite. Oh my gosh. Am I right? I'm so Did you glad notice you this? brought this up because 100% oh my God. <laughs> I was going to. I thought I was going crazy. I was like, is he? He's got this like real. You're not he's crazy. He's got an underbite. He totally okay. has an underbite. <laughs> he's an and under. Like, he's not the underdog. He's the underbite. He is the underbite, which is fine, Clayton. We're not coming for you. Listen, I also have, I know I have an underbite, right? Like, it's, it's okay. Like, it's, we're not trying to, like, poke fun at your appearance here. Like, you're a good-looking man. Um, I thought it was kind of funny, though, that they didn't understand the Shrek reference. Like, someone was talking about how he's just going to have a lot of Shrek babies. And I'm like, they're talking about Shrek 2 when Shrek becomes a man and he's all of a sudden really hot. Do you not get the reference? Like, both Blake, Blake was compared to Shrek. And now it's Clayton because they do have, you know, similar faces, whatever. And I was like, guys, <laughs> they're not calling you Shrek. They're talking, whatever. Anyway, um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so that was hard to watch. And I felt really bad for him. And you could just tell, like, like the grin and bear, yeah. if you will. Like, the underbite was just, like, really out there because he was just trying so hard to keep it together. And I felt so bad for him. I know. <laughs> I feel like he did a pretty good job of. He did. I mean, I'm sure he had to go through lots of training to cope with this because he it's just it never stops the hatred of him being picked. And it, it's it's a weird situation because it's not even like we hate him as a person. No. Right. We don't know him. We but we know all these other guys and that, you know, whatever. We, we've said it before. I'm sorry I'm being repetitive. Um, So let's close this out with the promo. Oof. A lot of Oof. it Oof. was the same. I feel like I'm really not going to like any of these girls no. at all. No. <laughs> like no. none of them. Um, they all seem really awful. Yep. <laughs> Which makes me feel bad because like I don't want him to end up with an awful person. Right. Like I want him to be happy. Like I don't know him, but I want him to be happy. And I just feel like all of these girls are like the worst versions of themselves, which is what this universe is designed to do. But still, like it was kind of off putting to see. 
Um, however, something that was maybe sort of confirmed. Okay, I'm going to run you through this because I don't know if you remember. But we talked about this before where he has two roses on that table. Oh, yes. And there are two girls in front of I've him. I've been intimate with both of you. Right. But before he says that in this promo, this time he says, I was in love with her. I'm in love with you two or something like that. Yeah. Like the so, girl that he's just had, kicked off. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I had mentioned, I think it was Vile File. Crap. I got to write this down. <laughs> it's like the running theme of this episode. Even you got to write this down. Um, where like he, even though he has told women, three women that he loves them, he did send one of them home. There's two roses on the table. So he feels like he has to be honest and tell them that he was intimate with both of them before they're able to accept the roses, right? Um, yeah, but isn't but that assumed? Did, I don't know. Like, again, we need more We need more data as to why this is so crushing. I mean, we'll because get it. But... I know. And, like, listen, if, that's, if this is a hot take and you don't agree with us that, like, we don't find this as off-putting as everybody else, that's fine. That's okay. Write in to HungryRosesPotAgeal.com. Like, <laughs> and why? Yeah, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Not yet. Not yet. But I thought that was kind of an interesting confirmation that he does, in fact, tell three women he loves them. And then he sends one of them home before he tells the other two the stuff. So that was interesting to me. But we also saw a final proposal spot. Lots of those deer heads, you know, the antlers, lots of that going. Lots of like a cabin-y looking feel. It's like, ooh, okay, all right. (gasps) But Lisa, 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 the traveling in this season. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know where they're going? You know where they're going, Lisa? They're going to Croatia. And I'm so angry about it. Um, brief sidebar my father is Croatian I've been to Croatia many a time it's a wonderful place I go there 10 out of 10 recommend yeah Lisa's been there we've been you know but they're going to Croatia and I'm just I'm so beyond jealous and it I just it made me so angry I was like oh my god I recognize that place (laughs) like it's wonderful anyway but there was another season yes like 10 years ago yeah and it was with Emily. Mm-hmm. It was Bachelorette. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was the best travel oh, season. Oh my gosh. They went to Prague. Oh, they went to Croatia. Oh my gosh. They went to all of these incredible places. Oh and gosh. I loved it so much because of their destinations. Yeah. And it's going to be probably the same. Yeah. Trip I mean, on this they're one. Start- so I am looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're starting off in the mansion, but like the traveling. So like that's going to be fun at least. Um, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm still not happy about it. Like, We've made that very clear. We wish other people were picked, but this is where we're at. So we're going to recap it. Um, we don't really get much of a break because it starts January 3rd. Huh? Like, <laughs> we get no break. Shoot me. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, Jesus. Um, but that's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not a problem. It's just a challenge that we shall overcome <laughs> together. We're all in this together. So tune in for that because we're going we're gonna to be covering it, y'all. We're here for you to recap these things for you and ourselves, but mainly you. <laughs> At your service. So we hope that y'all had, had, past tense, a fantastic holiday season. We hope that your New Year's is safe and happy and delightful and full of fun beverages. Um, <laughs> as I said in the beginning of this episode, um, you know you know what I'm going to say. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram at Hungry Roses Pod, where I upload many a gold, what I call gold star tweets that make me chuckle as the episodes air. I take snapshots. It's a fun time. Um, <laughs> send us an email, HungryRosesPod at gmail.com. We'd love, love, love to hear from you. Uh, give us the five-star review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen if you're able. It really, really does help. The comments, the reviews, the five stars. Please, 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 and thank you. 
that that's our holiday request from us to you. <laughs> okay, that's, it. That, that, that's all we want for Christmas. That's our gift. <laughs> Pretty please. Um, so all I want for Christmas, Christmas is you and your reviews. Anyway, uh, <laughs> 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 so y'all, till next time, stay hungry and stay honest in yes. your breakups. Yes, please. Even if it's hard, you gotta do it. Even if it's hard, <laughs> just get it uh, over with. Rip it off like duct tape. <laughs> rip that bandaid off. <laughs> Bye.